All right. Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creator of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, just head over to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss five ways to eliminate boredom snacking. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity podcast. So if you're listening to this, you may be in the same position as some of our, some of our clients at the moment, and you may actually be struggling with this phenomenon of boredom snacking. So maybe constantly opening the cupboards, constantly opening the fridge, looking to see what's in there whenever you're, you're bored at work, working from home, or bored in the evenings, helping yourself to the kids' snacks, skipping lunch and just grazing all day on, on, on all sorts of bits and pieces, on crisps, on biscuits, on snacks. Maybe ending up in front of the TV in the evening with chocolate, crisps and wine, and you're nibbling on food whilst preparing dinner, constantly having a bit more, bit more of this, a bit more of that, and you find that just one biscuit might turn into four or five or more, just one piece of chocolate, just one piece of Easter egg turns into to many more as well. And this is made harder by the current situation for a lot of people. You know, we have the same routine every day, including the weekend almost. It's almost the same thing even with the weekend. It's pretty boring, right? There's not much to look forward to. No holidays coming up, no fun social events coming up. None of these things to motivate us because we don't know when they're going to be happening. And a lot of people have had all of these things cancelled as well. So it can be really, really easy to think like, what's the point? Or food and drink is the only enjoyable part of the day now. So we may as well enjoy it. But of course, for a lot of our people we work with, a lot of people over 40, this can lead to a, a lot of issues like weight creeping up and up and continuing to creep up, clothes feeling tighter and tighter and tighter, joints aching, energy levels all over the place from this kind of sugar roller coaster that can come out of this, from hangovers and drinking too much and then not sleeping well, sweats and things like that, kind of menopause side effects getting out of control along with the food choices. They have a very close link together. And ultimately worrying about where this will lead when all of this is over and when it's time to wear those summer clothes and people have gained one, two stone during lockdown. So if you want to avoid undoing all your hard work and gaining, regaining a lot of that weight, then don't worry. There are actually some solutions. There is actually some hope. And that's what we're going to go into in today's episode. So we have five strategies that we've used successfully with over five and a half thousand clients over the past six years many of whom are busy working mums with really high pressure careers over 40, many of whom are now homeschooling. They've got really difficult situations and they've used these successfully to overcome boredom snacking, to make healthier food choices, to lose weight and to have more energy as well. So Ben, how about you get started? What's our first strategy to overcome boredom snacking? So the first strategy to overcome this, I would say is just to just kind of put a barrier between you and that food. So locking that unhealthy food away would probably be the first thing I'd recommend just because it's quick, it's easy, you can implement it you know, immediately and it's gonna have an immediate effect. So just take all of the stuff that you would normally snack on, which is unhealthy. I mean, snacking on, um, snack, snacking on healthy stuff is not necessarily so much of a problem, but take all those unhealthy snacks, put them into one cupboard in the kitchen, um, and then try and limit your access to that cupboard. So you could take like a bicycle lock, you could lock the cupboard together. Um, you could literally just put a notice on it that just says you're not allowed to go in there and only your family can access it. And then just let them all know. So if they see you going towards it, they can be like, oh, you're not supposed to go in there. 
but just make it slightly more difficult for you to access those unhealthy foods. I mean, the best way is probably to take this one step further. You know, if your family are healthier, like happy to eat healthier stuff, then maybe you just don't even put it in the, in the shopping to begin with. You could give all the stuff you've got away now and you could just have a house that doesn't have any unhealthy stuff in it, which then makes it 10 times easier because, you know, if you then try to go and grab something unhealthy, you're stuck in a position where your choice is either you have a banana or an apple or whatever you've got available, or you're going to have to go to the shop and pick up some more unhealthy stuff. So it just makes it more difficult for you to do that. So yeah, the first thing I would do is just, just limit that access to those unhealthy foods which is kind of a short-term strategy. Um, and then once you've kind of immediately kind of broken that cycle by putting that barrier in place, that gives you, frees up some kind of space and some time to start putting some more long-term strategies into effect. So first thing, lock away those unhealthy foods. Yeah, and that's it's a really interesting, simple point. A lot of people won't actually take this step or don't take this step without a bit of incentive. But I'm reading a book right now called willpower doesn't work. And it's all about this kind of strategy where you make things impossible for yourself to do and you surround yourself with the right things and get rid of the wrong things and the wrong people, all this stuff. And it's been proven to be way more effective as a solution than trying to, for, for example, trying to moderate things or trying to use willpower to overcome these, to go, I know I shouldn't be eating a whole Easter egg in one go. If my weight's going up, I know it's not going to help. And I'm not feeling healthy and my energy levels are all over the place. But just trying to resist that when we're tired is really, really difficult. For me, it's really, really difficult. Like um, my girlfriend bought me a pack of mini egg cakes. Do you know the cakes, Ben? The ones with a little mini egg on top and oh, yeah, like yeah. a little chocolate cake with a yellow, I don't know what it is inside, some sort oh, of yellow yeah. filling. Yeah. So she bought me them yesterday because I, I kept saying those are really nice and I missed them and they were on discount. And luckily i can get away with it. i do a lot of training at the moment um so i have no no guilt or shame for this but they were on the side and i ate three yesterday i had one and then i did just on the sides so they're like looking at me and then i thought oh I'll just I'll have one more and then i did that 5k run i think it was that, that day actually and then i got back in and i was like maybe it was after training yesterday and i, I just thought i'll have another one and because they're there on the side i can see them constantly it's almost impossible to say no ben and i are not like saints we're not monks we we also can't resist this stuff if it's in the house constantly and if it's just there so the best solution we've all often find is just not have it there either make it very difficult to access as ben said so lock it away some of our clients find putting a bike lock and getting the rest of the family to set the code so they know it or buying one of these lock boxes works really really well because you get rid of the willpower element which when you're tired when you're stressed if you've had a really hard day at work you're trying to manage your team and it's all going wrong Willpower goes out the window. I'm sure you, if you listen to this, you know this is the case. You can, it's not a reliable resource. It's been proven time and time again to not be reliable when you're tired, when you're stressed. And so having that stuff there is just not going to work. So that's the first tip. Ben, what's the second thing people can do? So the second thing, it's, this might sound simple, but like just have fun things to actually look forward to. So if, like one of the, the problems, like what's causing this snacking for a lot of people is just boredom. So like, you know, you don't have enough fun things to do in your life. And I know in this situation where, you know, you can't go out, you can't socialize, you can't go to the pub or to a bar for a drink or out for a meal. Um, there are going to be people who, you know, a lot of their fun was, a, was all kind of involving that stuff. It was involving things that were outside the house rather than things that were inside the house, me included. So when you're in this situation where you get stuck in the house, it can be, you know, you, you've got to find new ways to make your life fun and make your life interesting. And like, I would definitely recommend just planning these things into your day as well. Because if you've got something to look forward to, you're, you're going to be less likely to be bored. You're going to be less likely to procrastinate in the middle of the day. 
Um, you're going to be more focused because you're like, I need to get everything done so that I can do X in the evening. Um, it's just going to make, it's just going to make everything easier. So examples of things you can do, it could literally be as simple as like, you're going to have a movie night. Um, you could ask, ask the kids what they want to do, do something fun with the kids, do something with your other half, have a little in-home date night. It could be that you're just going to go on a walk around the block. Um, it could be anything, but just like plan these things in and just figure out what things do you enjoy? What can you look forward to? Um, and, and like by putting those activities in, you're going to reduce the amount of boredom that you're experiencing. By reducing the amount of boredom, um, you're going to reduce the amount that you're going to be turning to foods to try to avoid that boredom. Yeah, there's something I've tried to do and not always successfully. It is difficult at the moment. I know you've tried to do as well. So for example, a couple of kind of sad things, but things that I've done the past couple of weeks to, to, to give me something to look forward to. One thing that me and my girlfriend have been really looking forward to doing is our Saturday night Waitrose shop, which is really sad, but we've been doing shopping there because we love food. It's fun there, isn't it? Yeah, there's loads I've, of lovely, really nice foods to get. We, not all of them are really the high thing. calories. Sorry, what are you saying? I've done the same thing with uh, M&S in my town. It's probably the nicest yeah. shop there. Go around and you pick yourself up a nice, you know, nice fancy ready meal and some nice cheese or whatever they've got. <laughs> yeah exactly and that that is, it sounds sad but that's that's one thing we can look forward to because we it doesn't have to be high calorie stuff we've been getting like low calorie ready meals um healthy snacks but nice ones like nice olives um a bit of nice cheese it doesn't have to be loads of stuff but, but just having that thing which is a bit of a routine as well to go i'm looking forward to that another thing i look forward to again pretty sad but i changed the exhaust tips on my car my porsche i bought some new ones and so it's just something that I enjoy doing. It's not like this is an example someone else should do, but that's that's something a hobby of mine is working on on my car. And so I, I had these things lying around. I thought I'll, I'll do this. It took a couple of hours, but it was a couple of hours that meant I wasn't procrastinating, just bored at the weekend. It was actually pretty frustrating. But anyway, it meant that I wasn't, wasn't just laying around doing nothing. Also go on nice long walks, um, regularly exercising. Uh, my girlfriend downloaded The Sims or got her computer out with The Sims and has been playing on that. I know you've got an Xbox. <laughs> She's got the Sims as well. Oh, what well, Sarah has the Sims as well. She's been she's built our house. Um, oh, nice. She's run out of money, so it hasn't got hasn't got enough furniture, and it's just got empty. <laughs> I don't understand the Sims. It's just to me, it just seems like doing housework twice because you're doing it virtually and then in real life afterwards as well. Yeah, you don't want to have pets and children on the Sims. It looks because ex- you have to manage every person, yeah. but. Maybe don't get the Sims then if you don't, don't end up stress, stress eating. But the point is, hobbies, things that you used to like to do, you can start to plan back in. Maybe even from your childhood. I know people, like some of our clients are doing, I've got some clients who are doing coloring and adult coloring books and they're really enjoying those. Some people are doing games nights, getting all the board games out. So there's something to look forward to. We also did a quiz actually. So we did a quiz on Wednesday night. Um, set one up with your friends. If your friends aren't setting one up, <clears> set one up <throat> and say each person's going to do a round. That was another really fun thing we did again. Um, so having those things to look forward to, I think you just need a couple of things each week to look forward to. So it's not just this endless thing with no, nothing exciting going on. So that's tactic number two. Ben, what's, what's the third thing people can do to, to help eliminate boredom snacking? So every time you remove something from your life, so if you say, I'm not going to eat any unhealthy snacks, um, it really helps to kind of, you're going to be left with kind of a void that needs to be filled. So what, would, what I'd recommend doing is fill that with healthy snacks. So go to the shop, Pick up stuff that you really enjoy eating, but it's not unhealthy. So, you know, stay away from the crisps and the chocolates and the, you know, all those unhealthy things that, yeah, you don't necessarily want to eat loads of. Um, 
and instead go to things that you can snack on, but they're actually going to be slightly more healthy. So examples, you could get some just like hummus with carrot sticks or celery. So it's quite a low calorie thing. It's got vegetables in it. Um, it's not full of sugar. Um, other alternatives, you get rice cakes. You could get things like snacker jacks, which are very low in calories for like the amount of food that you can eat. They're also quite dry, so you can't eat loads and loads of them. You can get those little bags of kind of the healthier kind of popcorn bags. Um, things like dark chocolate, things like fruits. You could have you know, like, a, like a low fat Greek yogurt and then just chuck some berries in it and have that as a little snack. But just basically you, you want to be able to open your cupboard. And the worst thing would be you open the fridge, you open the cupboard and there's just there's nothing in there that's appealing to you at all. Because in that situation, you're going to be like, oh, I just really need a snack. There's nothing in the house right, I'll go to the shops and I'll buy some whatever, chocolate cookies and come back with them. You want to open your cupboards and look in there and be like, oh, lovely, I've got olives, I've got this, I've got that. You want to have all like things in there that you really genuinely do enjoy eating. And this is kind of what my cupboards are like. There's, they're just overflowing with stuff. They're a bit of a mess. But <laughs> there's so many healthy snacks and stuff in there that anytime I get hungry or, you know, I, I am feeling a bit bored, let's face it, even if you put these, all these dresses into, into place, you've got all these fun things that you want to do, especially if you're working from home, at some point you're going to be doing a piece of work that you're like, mm, I'm really not feeling answering all these emails right now. Maybe I'll just go grab, grab myself a snack. And if you've got healthy stuff in there, it's not necessarily a problem. You stay away from that locked cupboard with the unhealthy foods that we've already talked about. You go straight over to the healthy cupboard, you grab yourself something, you eat it, um, you feel satisfied, and then you get back on with your life. And that's that. Yeah, and especially if it's like a food you you don't find is a trigger food for a lot of our clients. There's foods that are trigger foods, like chocolate might be a trigger food. And once mm. you start, you can't stop or biscuits or cake or crisp or whatever it may be. As long as it's not one of those, probably not going to be something you're just going to eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. Like, like celery and hummus. You're not going to sit and eat like an entire packet of celery. You'll get, you get fed up with it. Yeah. Can't eat that forever. So it's picking the, the things that you like, but you're not going to binge on basically and there's loads of options as Ben just went through there so there's three tactics so far we've got two more what's the next thing people can do if they want to avoid boredom snacking so the, the next thing I would say would be to just do more exercise so um if you think about I mean I do I do a bit quite a lot of dog sitting well I did before well now nobody goes on holiday nobody needs to leave their dog anyway so I'm not doing any dog sitting now but like last year I did a lot of dog sitting and one thing you notice looking after dogs um you get some dogs which are they're very kind of high energy and very kind of nervous and if you don't walk them or you know exercise them enough or give them enough to do and stimulate them enough then they start getting restless they start digging up your carpet and scratching at the door handles and ripping things up and just causing causing trouble and causing you know just wrecking things and it's kind of the same thing with your with like out of control eating and snacking if your life is just, as we've said, like if you've got nothing to look forward to, if you haven't kind of expended all of that kind of energy exercising, then you're going to be more likely to just fall into those bad habits. So I find um, you know, if I've gone out and done a workout first thing in the morning or done some yoga or something, and then I come into doing like a task afterwards, I'll be a lot more focused and a lot more productive in that thing. I'll be able to focus on it if I've already kind of got that energy out through exercise so that's kind of one side of it you'll be able to focus better on the tasks you want to do without getting bored um, if you've done more exercise um, the second thing that exercise is going to help kind of helps everything really i'm just thinking of they're just popping into my head but the second one is 
if you exercise more, you're going to sleep better because when you get to bed, you're going to sleep. You're going to have more restful sleep. Sleep is really, really um, important for your hormone levels and it can especially affect the hormones which control your hunger levels and how hungry you feel. So if your sleep improves, you're, you might not feel as hungry. You might not have the same cravings for those unhealthy foods um, over the next kind of few days. The third way that doing exercise can help is when you go out and exercise and you're taking care of your body, you, you'll have this feel, you'll have kind of a feeling of like pride. You'll feel like you've got something that you really want to look after. Like, ah, I put, I did that exercise this morning. I did that workout. Um, I don't now I, I don't. And then you don't want to just stuff your face full of chocolate and undo all that hard work. You think, well, I better eat healthy to, you know, to go with that workout that I did. So I think just taking care of your body and getting into that regular habit of exercising will make you naturally want to take care of your body more and it will make you naturally want to go towards those healthy choices rather than going towards those unhealthy choices. Yeah, so it'll make you sleep better, which means you won't have such bad hormones. It'll make you want to take care of yourself better and it will also help alleviate boredom so lots of things and if you get tired as well I, we find if you get tired in the evening for a lot of our clients because they've exercised in the day they're much less likely to snack so a lot of that boredom snacking happens 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night when you're up late you're tired you're not making good decisions anyway and you, you're tired but you're not that tired because you haven't physically worn your body out and we always humans have that need to move we're supposed to be hunters we're supposed to be out building things but most of us now we just sit at a computer all day ben and i do the same and if we don't exercise then we have all that that sort of energy, physical energy that's not been used and it can end up with staying up late and snacking. So the last thing then, we have one more thing that people can do. What's that Ben, to eliminate snacking? So I'd say the final thing you can do, um, we've given some kind of tips and tricks. So locking away those unhealthy foods, planning in more fun things, um, buying more healthy snacks, doing more exercise. But I think the last thing is kind of making a shift to your mindset which means that you no longer want to, you know, your, your desire to go towards those healthy foods decreases. So like a couple of things that are going to help that is number one, your motivation. So when I mean say motivation, what I mean is your motivation towards whatever it is you want to achieve. So if you're listening to this podcast, it may well be that you have a, a body goal that you want to achieve, whether that's losing a stone, losing a couple of stone, losing, losing a dress size or two, just toning up particular areas, but there's probably some goal that you'd want to achieve. And the more you can increase your, your motivation to achieve that goal, the more focused you are on that goal, the easier it's going to be to make the choices that are going to get you that goal. So one way of really of doing that is just to, to go through a really like comprehensive and in-depth process on that goal setting. So it's not something we've really got time to go through with on the, on the podcast, but with our clients, it basically just involves um, what we'll do is we'll look at where they are at the moment. We'll get them to like rate their life in different areas. We'll then get them to come up with like, where do they want to be? We'll help them figure out what's in the, what's in the gap between those two things and then come up with some strategies to overcome all of those obstacles. Um, also getting them clear on like why it's really important that they, that they do achieve those goals. They do drop that dress size, drop that stone, but going through that whole process and getting really, really clear on what it is you want to achieve, why you want to achieve it, how you're going to achieve it tends to just give you a big increase in the motivation to go after that thing. And then that's going to feed into, um, the choices that you're making with your food, with your exercise, with everything. 
Um, the other side of this I would say you can improve is you can also improve your willpower. So there are a few ways you can improve willpower. So if you think about willpower as like a, it is, as Rob said, as you said, Rob, it's like a, it's like a finite resource that runs out. Like the more stuff you do, the more decisions you have to make, the more stress you have to deal with, the more that's going to like grind your willpower down. So one way of helping you to preserve that willpower is to be able like increase your ability to deal with stress. So if you can deal with stress better, if you can handle the stress of work and uh, family life and just and this general like lockdown situation, if you can handle that stress better, then it's not going to grind your willpower down as much and you're going to be able to make better decisions at the end of the day when you're sat on the sofa thinking, what should I have as a snack? Um, and the other way you can improve willpower is just kind of by, by training that willpower. So all of this really just comes down to making decisions. So it's, at some point, whenever you've eaten something unhealthy that you feel like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that just because I was bored, you've at some point made the decision and been like, well, go on then, it's fine. I deserve it. Um, one won't hurt. It's, what's the point anyway? You, you'll just, you'll come, I've come up with some kind of excuse and made the decision to just do it, even though you know it's not going to get you what you want. But it like what's really going to help you to make that good decision is A, like that whole motivation piece I talked about before. So being really motivated to achieve your goals and then just like practicing over and over and over again, making that good decision when you're faced with those two decisions. Like I don't think there's, it's, I think it's very few people ever end up in a situation where they're, they're never tempted by anything. I mean, it's not as if I'm a person who just, I don't like chocolate or wine or any of that stuff. I really enjoy all of that stuff, but I, I'm constantly making the decision. No, I won't have that. I'll have this instead. And like the more times you make that decision, you kind of learn that, you know, it is possible to make that decision. And then it becomes easier and easier and easier the more you do it. Yeah, it's like greasing the groove. There's lots of different phrases for this, but basically the more you do it, the better you get at it. And this, this last point Ben's made here is so to increase your motivation, increase your willpower. Two things we do inside our Fit Over 40 programs. So we use um, different goal setting methods, but one is called the clear choice method to unlock that motivation. Again, especially if you've lost your goals during this, this strange time right now. But at any point in your life, this is a really powerful tool. And then we have a daily stress shield, which our clients complete, which is some mindset work that will put them in the right place every day in just a few minutes a day so that they can increase that willpower. They can make the better decisions every single day and they don't self-sabotage. Now, we've given you the five tips today. So to lock away the unhealthy foods and make them difficult to access, have things to actually look forward to, buy more healthy snacks, do more exercise and to work on increasing your motivation and willpower using a couple of different tools. But all of that can be quite difficult to put into practice on your own. Some people, you know, you're going to take this and you're going to fly with it. For other people, it's just still not going to happen. You may still have some things that mean you're not going to start on your own. Maybe you want some more support, some more accountability and a clear program or plan to follow. So if you are interested in that, that's exactly what we do for our clients inside our Fit Over 40 program. And they're able to lose one to two stone and one to two dress sizes in 84 days or less using our Fit Over 40 program and the methods we teach inside of that. So if you do want access to that system, if you do want to find out more, where can people go to do that, Ben? They can go over to www.fit40info.com. So that's fit40 is the number, 40info.com. All right, that just about wraps up for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Go and check out fit40info.com if you want to find out more and we'll catch you on the next one.